All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Real Nerdum 101 podcast. I am your host, Superbeard Vince Hoover, and this is episode six. Uh, real quick, I want to apologize right at the top. We had some technical difficulties last week, and it really took me until yesterday to get them figured out. So I figured, well, I have no sense in doing episode six and then trying to do episode seven the very next day. So, well, another little two week break, but. I, it hopefully won't happen again. Um, basically, I use Audacity to record my audio for my podcast because uh, I'm poor and it's free. But my latest Windows update didn't agree with the software or something. Something happened, so I had to delete it all completely and and download a new version. So everything's working now, so that's great. So as always... You can check us out, nerddom101.com. It's N-E-R-D-D-O-M-101.com. Catch the latest podcast there, articles, etc. Sign up for our email, all that kind of good jazz. Um, which, by the way, once this posts uh, over the next couple of days, I've got quite a few articles. Um, as I've mentioned before, I am now a contributing writer for ScreenGeek.net. Go check them out, ScreenGeek.net. And I've got quite a few articles up there, and of course I share those same articles on our site, nerdom101.com. I haven't been updating it lately, so prepare to get inundated with a whole bunch of new articles. I'll try to stay on top of that a little bit better um, as the weeks go by. Um, this podcast can be found at uh, pippa.io, that is our hosting site, and big shout out to them as always. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app. Uh, Deezer, Google Play, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. So that's always um, an option. There's always ways to listen. Uh, you can download, listen to it later, whatever you want to do. Also, we are looking for a theme song. So any of our musically inclined fans out there um, want to do just a 10 or 15 second funny little theme song, um, just you know, hit me up. Of course, you'll get mentioned every episode. Um, we can even link you um, from our site to your site if you have one, anything like that. Also, any potential guest, anybody like to be on a show, be interviewed um, in the industry, whether it be comic books, movies, TV, uh, paranormal investigation, UFOs, uh, video games, YouTubers, whatever it is, um, hit us up. Again, you can contact us. There is a contact option at nerddom101.com, or you can hit us up on Facebook, uh, forward slash nerddom101. And then again, that's N-E-R-D-D-O-M-101. Also on Twitter, follow us there, retweet us, all that fun jazz. Oh, excuse me. And we're also looking for a co-host. Um, now, as of right now... It would have to be somebody possibly, you know, within the area willing to drive a little bit, maybe, or just, you know, maybe I can come to you, we can figure something out. But, um, as of right now, as far as doing, like, a Skype co-host or something, I'm still a little weary on that, figuring out all these bugs and kinks and stuff, but we'll get to it. So, um, yeah, let's go ahead and, uh, kick this show off, guys. Uh, first and foremost... Um, one of the biggest things in the world of geekdom has been the um, tumultuous deal going on between Fox and Disney. Um, it seemed 
airtight and locked down that Disney was buying Fox's media stuff, their movies and, and, and TV rights and stuff like that. However, Comcast has showed up and tried to put a monkey wrench in the whole thing. You see, the original deal, uh, Disney was offering, you know, uh, a pretty substantial amount. I believe it was like 58, I'm trying to see if I can find it now, 58 million or something like that. Um, but it wasn't all in cash. It wasn't a cash total deal. Um, it had, you know, it's, it was, you know, Disney stock and other kind of stuff like that. Uh, Comcast decided to counter with a $65 million all-cash deal to buy out Fox. Of course, fans run an uproar over this because, you know, we've all been dying to get the X-Men and the Fantastic Four and other stuff like that back into the, you know, or over to the MCU so we can get them done properly. Um, and Comcast was really throwing a big monkey wrench in that uh, with this. But what Disney has done is they've countered with a, is it $71 million cash deal? I'm sorry, not millions. I'm saying millions. It's billions. I apologize. Seventy. It'll be over $71 billion. And it'll be a cash deal. So Disney's really pushing hard to get this. Now, this isn't locked down 100%. Um, however, um, this is a big step for Disney. And... Uh, CEO of, of uh, Rupert Murdoch has been very, hey, let's go with Disney. Disney's going to be the way to do it. Because, I mean, in the long run, you're going to make more money that way. Let's just be honest. Uh, Disney is the end-all, be-all. They're, you know, biggest media conglomerate out there. It's kind of who you want to go with. You don't want to go up against them. And by joining Comcast, you would be doing that. Um, but with AT&T buying out... Uh, Warner Brothers, um, the need to kind of join forces is kind of even more so now. Um, of course, there's the big scare of monopol monopolies and all that, but of course AT&T and Warner Brothers aren't going to be anything to do with Disney, so um, this deal should have no problem going through. Sony still is its own thing with uh, Viacom. So, um, but I mean... We all want to see this happen, man. I mean, we want to see these, these, you know, from a Marvel perspective, of course, we want to see Fantastic Four and the X-Men and those properties go back to Marvel so they can be done correctly. Bring them into the MCU somehow, and there's plenty of ways how thousands of theories out there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Parched. But there's all kinds of stuff. That can be done with that to bring them in, and every fan wants to see it. But the other thing is, Disney's going to get the rights to the Simpsons, to the Alien franchise, to Predator, and all these other Fox things too. And I know some people are like, "Oh no, Disney could screw these up. They could ruin it." Blah blah blah. But I don't think Disney's going to go through and start making a bunch of changes. You know what I mean? I think they're going to realize that these are successful franchises for the most part, and they're going to let them do their thing. Um, of course, there's also the fear of, oh, well, Deadpool's with Fox, and Disney's not going to allow R-rated Deadpool movies. Yeah, they will. They're not going to, they're, again, they're not stupid. Deadpool and Deadpool 2 have made a killing at the box office. Just 
tons and tons of money. And they're not going to look at that and go, nah, we can tone it down. It'll be fine. They're not dumb. Logan, same thing. The R-rated Logan film made a crap ton of money. So Marvel's not, or, you know, uh, Disney's not stupid. They're going to do just fine. Um, now, there are, of course, the... Some people that are, you know, anti this merger, the, you know, people that are like, oh, well, look at what Disney's done to Star Wars. Now they're just pumping out movie after movie and it's all crap, blah, blah, blah. Which, first off, you know, I, I saw the solo film last Wednesday. I did a little Facebook Live on my way there. And um, it was okay. It wasn't anything spectacular. Um, it didn't feel like a Star Wars movie, to be honest. I mean, I, it, if you change the names of those characters. It was just any standard sci-fi film. But it wasn't bad. It was okay. Um, I'll watch it again when it comes out on, you know, on DVD. Probably not going to buy it, but I'll watch it. You know, that's the kind of movie it was. It wasn't terrible. It was, I mean, it was alright. It's fine. Um, I am one of the people on the pro side of Last Jedi. I thought Last Jedi was great. Um... All these people want to be up in arms about how Luke Skywalker was, cre uh, was treated, but if you really think about it, you realize he did the most Jedi thing possible by holding back an entire army without so much as a single bit of violence. His force rejection, he knew would be enough to keep them occupied enough for everybody else to get away. So he didn't have to fight anybody, he didn't have to kill anybody, he didn't have to hurt anybody. It was the most Jedi thing ever. So I, I think it was actually handled really well. I liked that movie a lot. So, And again, it's a very, it's it's a, 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 a diversive culture there. So again, there are people who are going to be anti-Disney with this kind of stuff. But, I mean, look at the MCU. My God, just out of the, hitting out of the park all over the place. So of course we want to see... The Fantastic Four done correctly because they've not been done correctly yet. Especially the last go of it was just complete and utter garbage. And the X-Men, you know, there's been some decent X-Men films. You know, Days of Future Past is pretty good. Um, First Class is good. But Apocalypse was, sucked. X-Men 3 sucked. I'm actually not that big a fan of Logan. Uh, it was okay, but... I just didn't feel like it was that character uh, treated it well. So if Disney can find a way to to have the MCU bring them into the MCU, have them done correctly, um, it's it should be good. Uh, it should be should be exciting. Um, and with everything going on, I mean, you look at the, I mean what. Avengers 4 is going to do... I mean, obviously there's nothing locked down on these deals, so they can't bring these characters in yet. But what they're doing with the potential rumors for Avengers 4, you look at... <clears throat> excuse me. You look at the possibilities if... Uh, I wrote an article about the Cine, Cine Europe, Cinema Europe sorry, um, convention where some Avengers 4 footage was shown... And the supposed leak on that is that it's Ant-Man telling Tony Stark they have a way to basically travel multiverses. And that they can use these other universes to collect Infinity Stones from other universes to help fight Thanos. Oh, excuse me. 
which of course leads us into another theory I'm going to talk about here in a second. But um, by opening up the idea of multiverse, um, they've already set themselves up for the what you know the the just in case of Fox Fox's rights coming back to to Marvel. So you can have the Fantastic Four from another universe because they didn't appear in the first universe, but you know maybe in another one they did. You know these people actually went to space, got their powers, uh, and now they're a family of you know superheroes and mutants as well. They don't exist. Um, at least as far as we know in the MCU, and there's, I mean, and the multiverse is just one way you can bring them in. There's tons of other ways of doing it. So, I mean, you're not going to be able to necessarily keep the same timeline from the X-Men films, because they've been going through, you know, from 60s, 70s, 80s, and now the 90s will be the next one with the, the Dark Phoenix story. Um, which I have hope for, but... Well, I have hope that it's going to be good, but I don't have a lot of hope for it, to be honest. Um, just from what I've read, it's not looking great. But, um, because they've been through time for so long, you can't really... I mean, obviously, S.H.I.E.L.D. would have noticed it, would have done something. Something would have happened, so... But you can bring the characters over with new actors, which is fine by me. Besides Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman, you can replace everybody. Um, I'm a Michael Fassbender fan, but I'm not even really sold on him being Magneto. And I love Ian McKellen, but again, I'm not sold on him being Magneto. I mean, you can replace those guys. James Ma uh, McAvoy, again, huge fan, but just don't see him as Professor X. The only one I see is Patrick Stewart, and and then Hugh Jackman as as Wolverine, and even then I think you can still probably find somebody, and maybe a little bit more comic accurate, somebody shorter, you know. But uh, Hugh Jackman did say that the only way he'd come back and be Logan again is to uh, be in an MCU movie. So there you go. Let to see, but. So, again, on that whole theory of uh, multiverses and the possibility of either time travel or, or, or interdimensional travel in Avengers 4, uh, there was a recent video on YouTube, and I'm going to do one myself, which, by the way, uh, starting tonight, I'm going to start shooting these little um, theory videos uh, for YouTube. Um should be a lot of fun. Um, if you guys want to subscribe, I will have all that stuff up on Facebook and on the website where you can go and, and check them out. And so that'll be a lot of fun. And then, um, you know, just got to get up to 100 subscribers and I can get my own YouTube page channel num name, actually, instead of some long algorithm thing. But, um, so... There's a possibility of a Thanos Buster armor. And what that is, is uh, Tony Stark develops an armor that's able to, to harness the ability of all the Infinity Stones. Um, 
now if he, they're going to be traveling through these uh, multiple dimensions, picking up the uh, Infinity Stones from different time periods or different universes, um, he can create an armor to fight Thanos. Now remember, Thanos at the end of, of Infinity War, and if you haven't seen it yet, spoilers real quick, so earmuffs for about 10 seconds. 3, 2, 1, earmuffs. The gauntlet is actually ruined after he does the snap at the end of the film. Everybody back? Okay. So, um, even it being forged from the uh, the, the the star uh, the dwarves, uh, which you see, the gauntlet didn't stand up to it. So, but Iron Man uh, would have access to vibranium uh, from Wakanda, and if you remember, the Vision was uh, home to the Mind Stone. And his body was made of vibranium. And Tony Stark had a hand in that. So he can very easily, I think, create an armor that would actually be able to harness the powers and the, the abilities of the stones without disintegrating on them. And even though he's a mere mortal himself, um, the armor would allow him to use these um, to take out Thanos. So, and then this is where, after Thanos, they at least use it to strip... Thanos of what he's done and either use it to reverse what he did or to bring heroes. We all know, you know, okay, again, spoilers if you haven't seen it. Three, two, one, earmuffs. With Spider-Man, Black Panther, Doctor Strange all dead, Guardians of the Galaxy, blah, blah, blah. Be back? Okay. They're all getting sequels, so possibly it's going to be... Uh, a multiverse version of them. Maybe it's not, you know, what we think. So, again, something to check out, something to uh, look into. But it's it's a plausible theory. I mean, it's very plausible. It could easily be done. Um, it'd be cool if done correctly. Um, and then the idea of Tony, because don't forget, Tony had that vision. In Age of Ultron, about seeing all the Avengers dead and you know whatnot, and it's all his fault. He didn't do enough. Blah blah blah. So he's now now he's really feeling it. So I mean, this is a possibility. Plus, a man like Stark having that much power in his hands would be interesting. Because you know, what if he decide? Well, I can do this too. I can do this. Like, hey, no, you're taking it too far. But I can fix everything. I can do. I can. Fi I can make sure there's no evil ever again. I can, da, da, da. You know, there's a. I mean, you saw it with Tony. He very easily um, takes the accountability and takes it personally for what has happened. Um, in Civil War, you know, the, that mother brings him the picture of her dead son who died in, in Sokovia. And he took that so personally, he signed the, the accords without even really thinking about it. You know, we need to be kept in check. Blah, blah, blah. He just, so, here he'd be like, oh, but I have the opportunity to make sure that there's no more evil, you know, or, you know, whatever. Um, and, you know, absolute power corrupts absolutely. So, it could be interesting to see how that goes, if that's a possibility. Uh, another one is there was a Lego set released. Um, and I think it's only in Europe at the, t at the moment. But it shows Thanos, uh, it's got 
Star-Lord, Gamora, and Tony Stark, Iron Man, in the Milano, fighting Thanos, and taking a completed gauntlet from him. Now, the box says Infinity War on it, as a tie-in for Infinity War, but um, if you've seen Infinity War, you know how, why that's kind of weird. And uh, to see, you know, Star-Lord, Gamora... And Stark fighting Thanos. And Thanos has the glove off. Um, and he's got this sword. And, and it literally spells out in, in the description. is Avoid Thanos' big sword. Now he has no sword in, in Infinity War. But there has been some. Supposedly leaked promo art. Showing Thanos carrying a large double sword. Um, so maybe it does tie into Avengers 4. And, you know, maybe there's something to that. You know, we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, another rumor is that we will finally get the title for Avengers 4 at the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is coming up. Um, it's going to say Ant-Man and the Wasp will return in Avengers, da-da-da, giving the title. Uh, and I saw a really interesting theory about it being called Avengers... Infinity Avengers, based on a story from the 90s, um, or Avengers Forever, or uh, Endgame was another one, based on what Doctor Strange said, so we don't know, and right now it's all speculation, rumors and innuendo, people, rumors and innuendo, but, you know, we'll make the best of it, and we'll keep our eyes out, and keep looking until... We get something definitive from Marvel. Um, until then, it's just, again, it's all rumors in innuendo. Take everything with a grain of salt. Um, and we'll see how it goes. But it is what it is until we get confirmation. Um, on the DC side of things, um, it looks like the DC EU is needing a major overhaul. And... There's been a lot of shakeups there. There's been a lot of things going on. And um, new people in charge and stuff like that. And one of the things that they've talked about is moving away from it being that really dark Snyder-esque look. And going a little bit lighter with the tone and everything else. And we're supposed to see that in Aquaman, which that trailer should be coming out soon. And Shazam... Um, apparently the the new Flash solo film, which was supposed to cover Flashpoint, has moved away from that, and now it's going to take a more Back to the Future style um, approach. So again, more lighthearted, more uh, family friendly. But as the DC comic universe is a it's a darker universe overall. DC. Uh, movies will actually split there'll be a second kind of standalone for like one-off films or taking a character in a different direction uh, into a darker direction called either dc dark or dc black those are the working kind of titles that are out there right now and one of the first films if not the first film that'll be under that will be the jacques green phoenix joker solo film now there's going to be a jared leto joker joker solo film um 
There is some rumor and innuendo out there that originally it was supposed to be Jared Leto as the Joker in the Batman film coming up, which we don't even know if Ben Affleck's going to be in it or not. That's up in the air. Even though Warner Brothers did, you know, there was a uh, supposed leak from Warner Brothers saying that Ben Affleck will be with Matt Reeves at San Diego Comic-Con to kind of show solidarity that they're in this together. But then it was leaked that Matt Reeves' first act of the film will be covering a younger Batman, blah, blah, blah. It's it's hard to say, and there's just too much going on and so much controversy and, and questions with the DC Universe in the films, but the latest rumor now is that uh, it won't be Jared Leto in the Batman film uh, because Joaquin Phoenix's Joker film could potentially lead to that as well as the solo Batman film will be part of that DC Dark or DC Black universe and not part of the DC Extended universe that's uh, kind of rebuilding itself. Um, we know that the Joaquin Phoenix film is taking place in the 80s and is a bit of an origin story, which I'm not 100% cool with that because the Joker never had a true origin. But now in the comic books, there's actually three Jokers, um, which explains the different personalities that you see. But and why sometimes it seems like, oh, he's in jail. How did he do that? You know, that kind of stuff. But because of that, it does, you know, you're allowed, you could do a, an origin film and it not really matter. Because another Joker, you know, Jared Leto's Joker, doesn't have to follow that origin. But this movie is supposed to take place in the 80s. Uh, original rumor was that it would kind of center around the Killing Joke storyline, the Alan Moore, the great graphic novel of a failed stand-up comic who gets in with the wrong people and ends up falling into a vat of uh, chemicals at the Ace Chemical Lab. Um, but uh, apparently now it might be pulling away from that, and I guess there's even talk of possibly uh, Robert De Niro may be up for a role. Which isn't all that surprising considering the film is being produced by Martin Scorsese. So, you know, he tries to put Robert De Niro in all his films, and I can't blame him. I love Robert De Niro. Great actor. But, um, we'll have to see. I know that, uh, so there's a supposed casting list that's been released for the film. Um, one is Penny, a supporting female, 60 to 74, Caucasian, lower class. Very attractive in her younger days, still feels that way about herself, but recently her health has started failing. She's nearly bedridden in her Lower East Side apartment, which she shares with her grown son who just moved back home. She's obsessed with her former employer and can't believe that this is what her life has come to, that she's ended up here in this state. Uh, the other character is Sophie Drummond, who's a supporting female, 27 to 34, to play African-American or to be played as Latina. Not beautiful, has a harnessed hardness to her, a single mother living on the Lower East Side, doing the best she can, trying to make ends meet, worn out by the grind of the city. She understands how the system is stacked against her and the people in her community, how how unjust it all is for them. She's just trying to catch a break. Then there's a character named Murray Franklin, male, Caucasian, 65 to 75. However, there's no description on this guy. Uh, so that may be the role that Robert De Niro might be filling. Uh, who knows? Or it might be something else. But um, a lot of stuff um, is going to have to come out before we know anything. The only thing we do know is that it does start filming this fall. So maybe we'll get some kind of 
synopsis or something. You know, maybe we'll see. But um, and it is what it is. Uh, what else have we got going on in here that we can discuss? Okay, because there's so much I don't even know where to start. Um, well, it chapter two has started production, so that's always a good thing. Uh, looking forward to the sequel of that coming out and finishing that story up. Um, Terminator Six is filming. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's another rumored Avengers Four plot leak. Sounds too insane to be true. And this is a long one. It was posted on Reddit, which of course Reddit is the the home to all things truth, right? Yeah. But um, so here we go. Now this one says. Again, Avengers, Infin- Avengers 4 title will be revealed in Ant-Man and the Wasp. I.e., the Wasp and Ant-Man will return and blah, blah, blah. The post credit scene in Ant-Man is Hawkeye family being dusted. Um, that's a spoiler. Sorry. I didn't realize that. Um, but if you didn't get the reference, then you're okay. If you did get the reference, then you are okay as well. Uh, this will be following the previous precedent on the first Ant-Man film where another Avenger shows up as a cameo in the Ant-Man movie. While Infinity War focused on the relationship between Gamora and Thanos, Avengers 4 will focus more between Thanos and Nebula. Uh, and that's a bit interesting, because if you remember the Infinity Gauntlet comic book, uh, Nebula was the one who actually took the gauntlet from him at one point. Um, again, uh, like I told you before, there's that rumor that Ant-Man is going to tell Tony Stark we have a way to travel multiverses, and that would be through the Quantum Realm. Um, I know that uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to be exploring the Quantum Realm quite a bit. It's how they're going to get Janet Van Dyke man, Van Dyne back, played by Michelle Pfeiffer. That's where she is now. And once they figure out a way to travel through it, um, the Quantum Realm will be a, play a big part, I'm sure. Um, and then it says also that um, if they do it through time travel, staying in the same universe... That each stone collected in the past will erase the stone that Thanos currently has. Which makes sense, because if they take it in the past, he can't collect it the way he did. Um, It'll be OG Avengers only. Nebula will be the one that brings Stark back to Earth. She'll fly the plane back. Uh, It'll be three months after what happened in Infinity War. Um, And how the planet is just devolved into chaos. The Avengers plan to go back in time with the help of Pym Tech to recollect the stones and make their own gauntlet to reverse what has happened. Thanos learns of the Avengers' plan and uses his gauntlet to follow them through time. Uh, Thanos learns to use multiple stones at the same time. For example, using the Space Stone and Time Zone at the same time, creating a green cloud instead of blue to travel through large periods of time. Um... Now, one of the biggest theories, and this is another spoiler for Infinity War, so three, two, one, ten seconds of earmuffs, earmuffs go. Uh, those who were dusted at the end of Infinity War are not dead. They were transferred to an alternate reality within this stone. Uh, that's been a rumor, uh, specifically to Soul Stone, so we'll see how that goes. Um, apparently the final battle will also take place at Wakanda, in Avengers 4 as it did in Avengers 3. Um, kind of like revisiting... Think of like... Remember Wayne's World? When Wayne's World came out and they had an ending and you're just like, oh, that was a bad ending. And you're like, oh, that was a bad ending. 
Oh, and well, how about we have another ending? Oh, that's a super bad ending. Oh, what if we have a super good ending? And they would go through these different endings. So it was kind of a joke. That's kind of what Avengers 4 is going to do. Not in a joking way, but where Infinity War had the bad ending, um, you're going to revisit that, and you're going to have the good ending in uh, Avengers 4. Uh, the time jump back to Infinity War, Wakanda battle will be before Thanos does his snap. Therefore, everyone will be there. Um, it also means that because they did it this way, that nobody um, that was dusted will remember it. And the only ones that will remember are the original Avengers that traveled through time. Um, it's supposed to be a huge battle. Um, it'll be even more people, including Iron Man, Nebula, Hulk, on Wakanda, battling. Uh, uh, even though at this point in the battle, Thanos doesn't have the Infinity Stones, he still puts up a heck of a fight, because, you know, he beat the crap out of Hulk on his own, so he can definitely fight, but... Don't forget, Captain Marvel will be there, too. And she is supposedly the most powerful being in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, I, certainly, she can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Thanos, no problem. Um, Thanos will regret even more about uh, Gamora and what happened there. It'll help humanize him a little bit. But it says here, it is important to note that he still does not care about Nebula and still tries to manipulate her. Thanos meets Nebula in Wakanda. He pretends to apologize to her and asks her to forgive him because he realizes that he misses Gamora. And he's only doing this to convince Nebula to get him the Infinity Stones. He's actually lying to her. Nebula initially falls for the tricks, and is, but then she's warned uh, of it. By the Mind Stone. Mind Stone is said to be uh, sentient at this point. Which makes sense, because, I mean, it's, the Mind Stone's been Vision now for so long. Um, uh, Nebula does not help him. She, in fact, hurts him. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, let's see. Uh, I don't want to do that. Some of these are a little bit, again, just kind of, okay, none of these make any sense at this point. The rest of these don't make any sense. Okay, so it, the rest of this kind of just goes a little bit kind of far-fetched. Um, but, again, they, these are all rumors, guys. And that's all it is. It's just rumors. So we don't know anything until that time comes. You know what I mean? Until we see at least a trailer or something. And even then, the trailer won't always... You know, Marvel's really good at deceiving us via trailers. So we're just going to have to wait and see. But, um... It's interesting. I mean, we got uh, super excited. Ant-Man's coming out very soon. Um, 
what else is coming out? Oh, Jurassic World opens this weekend. I'm definitely going to go see that. And, um, oh, well, you know what? Segways, people, segways. Speaking of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, Jurassic World has come out with a new mobile game. Um, the new mobile game is, uh, I'll get you the exact title because I have it here on my phone, Jurassic World Alive. And what it is, it's, it's basically, it's, it's, um, Pokemon Go, but with dinosaurs. And what it is, is you have, basically you're a scientist trying to develop your own dinosaurs and, and collect your own team so that you can, uh, battle other dinosaur trainers slash scientist and you walk around and again it's a walking game you want to walk around there's these different collecting points where you can collect more uh, supplies and money and stuff like that and what it is so when you spot a dinosaur and it can be up to a certain distance away you have a drone and then that drone comes out and you have to fly it over the dinosaur and hit it with these darts that collect its DNA. And then you get so long based on the battery of your drone to keep hitting it to collect as much DNA as possible. So let's see here. I'm actually going to do it right now while I'm on the phone with you. Ophelia drone is the one I'm doing. It's an alligator-like creature. My drone is perfect. Now my issue with this game is it takes a long time to load and a long time for your drone to start up. There he goes, oh, I hit it. Now he's going to start to try to run away. So now it makes it harder to collect more DNA. Um, hitting dead center, obviously, the, the closer to center you get, the more DNA you collect each time. Let's see here. Oh, I missed. Oh, I stuck. Okay, so did pretty good. Collected 42. Now he's already in my collection, so all I'm doing is you can increase their, the more DNA you collect, you can evolve them. You can also create hybrids. You know, similar to the Indominus Rex, which the Indominus Rex is actually one you can do in this game. Um, they're also, it's, again, you got to go out to, they want you to go out to parks and stuff to find these rare dinosaurs, stuff like that, and collection points. Um, they also are doing things, something with uh, AMC right now, so if you have an AMC near you, you can go there and hit the collection point, and the collection point gives you a bunch of special stuff. Uh, also, Walmart, I think, is doing one as well. So, I mean, it's a fun game. Uh, it's just like I said, my only issue is the fact that it takes forever and a day to load. Um, but it's fun. Again, it's like Pokemon Go, so we're get it's trying to get you to get out there and move around and do stuff. Um, so again, be safe. Don't die. Don't walk in the traffic. Anything like that. Once you've hit the once you've started the the drone and the dinosaur, you don't have to move. You can stand still. And your drone will go wherever the dinosaur goes. And they don't go far. Like, they start to move fast, but they stay within a little circle. So you don't have to try to chase it down or anything like that. And you don't have to be super close to it. You can be, like, I just caught one and it was, you know, 100 meters away. So, or like 90 meters away. So, I mean, it was down the block. So, you know, don't be too crazy about it. But, you know. So... Uh, another thing, there's been a ton of news out of E3, um, but I want to discuss two of the things I'm most excited about, and one is the new Spider-Man game coming out for PlayStation. It just looks phenomenal. 
The uh, concept art came out for the Sinister Six. Um, they look fantastic. The gameplay is open and very, uh, very well done. Very Spider-Man-y. Very, um, uh, you can hang upside down, take pictures. There's a lot of parkour kind of stuff because that's what he does. Uh, also, they've they've made sure in the game that that you know Spider-Man can't kill anyone. Um, so any enemy he he knocks off a bridge or off a building or something, he then immediately webs up to the side of the building so they can't die and the police come and pick him up. So I thought that was pretty cool. I'm really looking forward to that. If you got the time, go on Twitch or or even on YouTube and look at some of the play footage. Uh, the gameplay footage is phenomenal. And the other one, which I'm most excited about, is the Resident Evil 2 remake. Um, holy crap, this looks fantastic. So Resident Evil 2, um, by far one of the best games in the series. Um, but then to see an, an HD remake and, and the horror amped up and, and the graphics amped up and... Um, it follows a little bit uh, similar engine as the um, as Resident Evil Seven, which was phenomenal and highly scary. Um, so that right there, oh, um, I'm reserving that one. I'm gonna be playing it nonstop till I beat it. It's gonna be amazing. Um, you may not hear from me for a bit. No, what I'll probably do is do some gameplay videos and stuff like that. Um, but man, I'm I'm just super excited it looks fantastic it looks disgusting it looks great again go either youtube or twitch or whatever find the footage uh and go check it out because oh my god it's phenomenal um and and again you're talking about state of the art graphics it looks so real it's gonna be so much fun again resident evil 2 one of the best games in the series you can't beat it so it'll be fun 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 times all right, guys, um, that's going to be it for the podcast today. Like I said, getting ready to start doing some um, different theory videos and whatnot on YouTube. So make sure you check that out. Keep an eye on Facebook, nerd, you know, forward slash Nerdum101 for more info on that. Or you can go to Nerdum101.com. Every video will be posted there as well. Um, go check it out. Please go sub, you know, go like our Facebook page. Go follow us on Twitter, which is uh, at uh, SuperBeardVH on Twitter, SuperBeard. VH on Twitter. Um, go follow us on there, like, retweet, all that fun jazz. Facebook is again forward slash N E R double D O M one zero one. Check that out. Like us, follow us there. Go to our website, sign up for our email connection. Um, check out the articles there. Also, go to screengeek.net and check out all the articles there, not just mine, uh, but Frank Palmer and, and all these other people are fantastic writers and fantastic people. And trying to get the latest news out there to you as fast as possible uh, without it being clickbaity or negative uh, news. You know, we're not trying to tear anything down. It's, 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 it's very positive and we're moving forward instead of moving back. So definitely check that out as well. Um, again, nerdom101.com, N-E-R-D-D-O-M-1-0-1.com. Check us out there. Uh, looking for somebody to write us a theme song, so don't forget about that, as well as some potential guest and some potential uh, co-host. And if there's a topic you want me to discuss, anything you want us to talk about, uh, feel free to hit us up. Send me a message on Facebook. Uh, I will respond ASAP 
And I look forward to hearing from you guys. Thanks so much, and keep it nerdy. Peace.